If you clicked on this, you better watch this movie. This is Watch With Us Wednesdays. Today got a really good movie. I, I personally find this to be one of my favorite animated movies. I, I think this is one of my top five just favorite movies. Yeah. And today we're talking about your name. Some mornings I wake up crying without knowing why. That sort of thing happens now and again. Whatever the dream was I had, I can never remember it. But... But the only thing that does last when I wake up is a sense of loss, which lingers for a long time afterwards. I'm always searching for something. Or someone. I've been consumed by this feeling ever since that day. The day a star fell. It was almost like... Like seeing something out of a dream. Nothing more or less than a breathtaking view. All right. So as you heard in that clip, a little bit of love going on. And a little bit of confusion. Yeah. And that's definitely, I think, I am the worst when it comes to movies. I've gotten a lot better, and I hope you can attest to that. When we were first married and dating, I would ask a million questions five minutes into the movie. That's right. What's happening? Why is this person doing that? And you just say, be quiet, watch the movie. Yeah. And I think this movie was one of the first where I try not to ask a lot of questions because, dang, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of the movie, you know— there might be a couple hiccups where you're like, well, I didn't really get that. But upon the second or third rewatch, you're you've got it down. And it, I think we watched this movie several twice times in a, like kind of in a row. We yeah. had one part of our family watch it and then we turned around and watched it with another part of our family. Yeah, and this is one of those. This was like a you just get that movie. That you're like, yeah, I'm going to watch that until I don't want to. But we haven't gotten there yet. We've watched it several times, lent it to plenty of friends. That's why we're lending it to you guys. <laughs> our new friends um yeah today's uh you know your name otherwise known as kimi no nawa which was actually i believe upon a little bit of research this was the third uh third name they finally settled on that initially um went through a couple choices as it was uh brought to toho um and uh yeah i think it was so it was initially titled if i knew it was a dream which i mean fitting Bit, sure. Yeah. Um, and then it went to your connection. Uh, yeah. Out of the two, the first was definitely. Oh, this was actually the fourth because then there was also you are half of this world. Oh. Which, hmm. yeah. I like, I think your name. Nice. Concise. And, you know, they don't really outright. They, it's not a direct line from the movie. Like, the characters don't really say your name, but they yeah. kind of do in some instances. And that's always a funny, you know, situation when a character in the movie is going to say the title of the name yeah. of the movie. Yeah, it's normally a little hokey. It works here, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just going to, you know, let's let's do it in, in the previous fashion. We're just going to give a little rundown about a couple of things interesting about the movie. And then we're just going to do a little... A lot shorter than the Akira one. We're going to do a little uh, little run-through of the movie. Yeah. So the release dates, this came out in Japan in August of 2016. And then just shy of a year later, April 2017, it was released in the USA. And 94% um, 
audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And this is actually the first anime not made by Studio Ghibli to gross 10 billion yen at the Japanese box office. That's right. Um, and I don't know. At the time of its release, it did end up getting the uh, the title of highest grossing anime film of all time. I did see that, yeah. Which, impressive. Um Created by Makoto Shinkai, who is now just steamrolled the name for himself. He's got several, several works that, you know, I had actually heard of one of his works before this movie. So I was kind of cool knowing that a little bit. That was, that was uh, five centimeters per mm. second, which mm. I had actually been told about that one just because the art in, in, in these works of his... Beautiful set design, character design, even everything. the colors. I mean, every. I mean, I saw a couple clips, and I'll talk about it later. I don't want to spoil any of the facts I have later on That's in my right. talking points. But um, I watched a clip of one of the movie he made just prior to this one, The Garden and of Words. The Garden of Words, yeah. and you can see a lot of his distinct style, but it is just dialed up 100% when it comes to execution of the art in your name. I your felt name, like it was night pinnacle. Not necessarily night and day, but it definitely was a great boost. Absolutely. Um yeah, this is definitely which you know what we did a few months back went and saw there was a theatrical release of his newest film as of this recording, weathering with you, there's definitely he's got his formula down. Um, it's always going to be about love, these star-crossed lovers, which is great. I'm, I, I'm all in for that. I'm always down for a great romance, and if it can fit in, um, kind of something mysterious in the plot where it really makes me think, um, a hundred percent. But man, yeah. those heart-wrenching moments, which I'm going to talk about, I hate getting that pit of my stomach when I'm watching a love movie and it does it this it one and and weathering with you but that was that was actually the, the point i was trying to make here is it's always gonna be the romance weathering with you we will eventually do a uh an episode on that very formulaic pretty similar to your name i enjoyed it a lot um but danielle no i think wait, still wait, puts wait. your name above it I, we all enjoyed the movie but what i'm saying <laughs> is danielle puts your name and also our friend uh, michael that's right um, who will actually be on a episode soon. We're yeah. recording uh, this Thursday for that. Um, but yes, back to your name. Uh, the music, as we were touching upon, um, w was actually a big draw for the movie. There's actually segments of the movie that the movie just goes, later, enjoy this sequence of beautiful images with like this music. It's almost kind of music video type stuff. It is one of the best, you know, I love when movies um, take a little bit more time in their intro credits. Mm -hmm. And this is one of them where you have the intro credits. Obviously, you can't read it because it's in Japanese, but you get these slice of life moments with both of our main characters. And then you have, oh, my gosh, Rad Wimps, their musical score. So memorable. And that's oh, yeah. what I had under my most memorable moments is just I capitalized music <laughs> because yeah. it is so good. Um, the lead vocalist for Radwimps, uh, Yojiro Noda, he, I believe, because I think when we went and saw Weathering With You, they had a little featurette. And I think by Weathering With You, maybe even on this, Makoto is like, homie, 
here's the premise of the movie, make some music. And the music was actually being made as the movie was being made. So it's yeah. I read a, another comment where, um, you know, as the script was being written, that they collabed together and actually bits of the movie were adjusted mm-hmm. to kind of formulate the music. And um, another bit of info I read was that Radwimps um, wrote all new English covers of their original songs for the film's international debut in English. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously when you're watching it in English, all the vocals are in English. And <laughs> that's always great because sometimes it doesn't translate 100%. You know, I'm going to eventually do a solo um, pod on Sailor Moon when I finish watching it. And that intro song is night and day with the lyrics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, some things just get lost in the translation. And Radwimps makes it as enjoyable for us as American English viewers as they did you know, when it was in Japanese. Let me do a quick skirt right back to Sailor Moon. I know we're not talking Sailor Moon, but here of an oh. intro song, that melody, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you were seven and you were more into Street Sharks. That came on after Street Sharks. I was humming it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could get down with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, this is another one, you know, we... we Praised Akira for just the incredible visuals. And granted, that was way back in the day, so it is very impressive. This has been another one of those jumps. I now, like, you know, when I'm watching an anime movie, I'm like, listen, we've hit a point where you got to get to that Makoto uh, mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Oh, blessed. Um, so some other interesting facts before we get into the movie. Spin them. So Makoto Shinkai actually made a Japanese novel and released it. Um, I'm sorry, it's called Your Name. Mm-hmm. And he released it a month before the movie came out, which I thought was interesting. And it sold over 1.3 million copies. Um, and then he also made an accompanying visual guide, which sold 2.5 million copies. Hooey. Now, uh, might need to grab one of those visual books. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's at our local joint Mitsuo we're going to have to go and Absolutely. look. But I love that hype, too. If you were, like, not in the know and you're just browsing, you're like, oh, your name, cool. Pick that up. You read through and you're like, man, they should make this into a movie in a month later. <laughs> oh, wait, holy. <laughs> wait a second. It's, like, done. It's, it's ready to go. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very cool. And then um, I know you saw it, too, but... Um, Live action movie yes. in the works, which we're always worried how those live actions work There's out. There's some factors to it that seem nice, some factors to it that don't seem so nice. J.J. Abrams is a busy man. His name is now attached to this. I just hope he puts his full attention to it. Um, and little shout out to the hometown, you know, the the current place of this podcast. It's going to be uh, the, the live action will have a main character from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that could either make or break this. If he comes in going, want some pizza? I was going to go watch the Cubs. <laughs> oh, God, please. No. Um, so it should be interesting. I, they're going to cater to, of course, mass audiences that could. I don't know. There's something about anime that just made this. This this is how you need the movie. So even if the live action has come out, welcome to listening to this ancient podcast from 20 years from now. <laughs> Listen, you may have liked the live action. Watch the anime. <laughs> but any more facts for us? 
Um, any other facts I have, I want to save till the end Absolutely. when we talk about it. And then when you guys watch it, because some of you guys listening might not have, um, heard the skirt back it up. You need to watch it. But if you haven't up until this point, you need to push pause. You need to put a pin in it yeah. and go watch it because I don't want to spoil anything. These streaming you. services, they will keep track of exactly where you were. And, uh, all right, go on. Go on now, get it. And welcome back. All right, it's time <laughs> to actually get into uh, the movie itself. Now, now this movie, I don't, as we discussed, we're not going to break it down like we did Akira. Yeah. And this movie is sometimes hard to go in a chronological order because they're back, they're bouncing back and forth. Yes, and actually that's a quick, you know what, side note galore. This movie has what I need in any romance that includes the movie, uh, what's the one with the about red? About time. About time. Oh my gosh, one of my. I found, we found and watched that movie and then I realized, wait a second, I think I'm totally into the comedy, romance, time travel. <laughs> Those three. And then this movie gets on our radar. I'm like, wait a minute. It's, it's, it's checking all three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of time travel in this movie. So. Um, we'll, of course, talk it in most chronological, but this movie does jump. Well, no, see, we've already kind of given something away. We don't know that initially. So pipe it down, both of us. Let's just get <laughs> into it. Moment one. Movie starts. The 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 comet in the sky, you get these visuals. It It is already, I'd love to say that it just took a dab of the frosting, put it on your lip and laughed. No, this <laughs> took a fistful of cake slammed it oh it was like you blowing out your birthday candles when you're one and your parents shove your face in the cake it that's was... <laughs> it welcome to the visual uh euphoria that is this movie the environments honestly watch this movie on mute not the first time <laughs> come on guys second time watch on mute you can still Enjoy this. It's eye candy, the whole movie. My goodness. I mean, even the close-ups that they do, they do a lot of close-ups on the face to show emotion in the eyes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's just um, drawn so well. And based on, you know, it's a fictional town this movie takes place in, but not the Tokyo one, the other one. <laughs> uh, but... Based on some uh, live actual spots in Japan, which you can actually go and visit the staircase, all that stuff. Oh, we'll get into it later. You're stepping on my notes for after we're Take done. Take that, baby. <laughs> uh, but yes, we got two teenagers. We've got Taki and we've got Mitsuha. Yes, and Mitsuha, she is a high schooler living in the town of Itamori, which is fictional but based on an actual region in Japan. That's right. And she's the daughter of the town mayor and the granddaughter to the keeper of the Shinto shrine. And she's bored with small town life. And yeah. there's a point in the movie she's doing her shrine rituals as a minko minko min yeah. And um she to to her frustration cuz she is so tired of living in this small town life she says i wish i was reborn as a as like a, a boy as a, life would be a as a boy, boy in tokyo yeah and uh wouldn't you know it that <laughs> might have happened um so a lot of this the, the first bit of the movie you are actually seeing 
um, her and then our other main character, Taki, a lot of it is basically as they fall asleep, gets a little freaky Friday on us. Yeah. And it's funny because you don't it's, you know, I think the first time they body switch is they're both waking up in bed and they're <laughs> the one where um, Mitsuha is in Taki's body and his phone's going off because his alarm and she's reaching over because she obviously knows the parameters of her bedroom, which she lives on a mat. Mm hmm. And he's got a raised bed and she's going to reach for the phone, falls out of bed. Yeah. And I think one of the funniest moments is she's looking like down at herself and hears his male voice coming out and she grabs the throat and then she reaches down to his crotch and she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Taki does the same in her body. and Absolutely. I believe it starts <laughs> with him waking up as Mitzah and uh, freaked out being in a girl's body as you would. I don't think there's anything unbelievable about that. Um, and you can tell that it's actually happened maybe a time or two before we're even introduced because unless maybe she was just acting weird. But Mitzah's little sister comes in and, uh, you know, notices her being weird again and tells her that breakfast is ready. You're touching your boobies again. <laughs> was it the boobies the first time? Well, yeah, because they, um, before even explaining it, I think they start the movie out with him in her body. She, he's like yeah, touching her breasts. That. Yeah, and then and then they stop because she, you're assumed, you're made to assume that when she comes out of her bedroom to have breakfast with her grandma and sister that it's still the body swap. And the sister, I think, or the grandma says, like, oh, you're back to normal. And she's yeah, like, what you do you mean? Yesterday. So you don't see anything that happens when you, Taki is. You gradually see more and more as, yeah, they, uh, as they start switching. Because it's less prevalent. And then she goes to school and everyone's acting like, whoa, what was up with you yesterday? And then same with him. It's like, dude, what got into you? Yeah. And it's just this small little progression where you're starting to pick up on way to tick. And, um. Yeah, it's good because, you know, you've got this uh, small town girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I apologize. Um, and then you've got him, uh, you know, the, the bustle of the city. So, it's you know, the swap's great in general because they're clearly having not only the old gender swap, but they also got the lifestyle swap, which is kind of crazy. She has to, in his body at some point... Go to work. He's a waiter at an Italian restaurant. She's got to find her way to school in his body. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> way different than walking down the hill to school. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so from that, you kind of get walked through of this back and forth. They're slowly learning, and then they start to actually communicate with one another. Yeah, or is that jumping too quick? No, they start, you know, leaving notes in each other's phones on what happened during the day because they were— Well, the first one was— She's in school because yes. you you start, you follow her on a normal day and she's in school. And, the, and this is where, as we had just said, you know, oh, you were acting weird. Well, she's like, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she's in class going through her book and she flips and it does say, who, who are, are you? you? And you're like, OK, wait a second. All right. Um, so she learns that uh, she she's clearly something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as these swaps keep happening, they start making notes in each other's phones. So when they are swapped, 
they know what's going on during the day. I love how um, in one part of the movie, you know, the two girls, Mitsuha and her friend, are complaining about how there's no cafes in town. There's nothing but two, like, um, drink bars for some reason in this lonely yeah. little town. And when she's with Intaki's body... Her his friends say, "Oh, let's go to that cafe," and she's salivating because that's like, oh. what she's always wanted to do. And Taki, as they keep body swapping, he's like, "Stop spending my money by going to these cafes because it's like seventeen dollars." Yeah, a those pop Tokyo or prices. She's getting the pancakes. She's doing all of it. And I love her snooty comment back, like, "I'm working for that money too because <laughs> she's having to work yeah. on some of those days." So. Um, which actually her f- first day. Well, I mean. Her first day going to school, all that's a little bit uh, crazy. But um, then they kind of start settling in a little bit. Um, Yeah, it just becomes part of the norm. I mean, eventually. Exactly. Um, You end up finding out that her father is the mayor of this small town. So then there's that extra little ammo. She's kind of bullied by these, you know, popular kids and uh, only makes that worse because when she's going through her, um, when she's going through the uh, braid making ceremony, or no, not a braid making ceremony, uh, the sake, the sake ceremony, uh, you know, these snooty kids. Oh, that's weird. Blah blah. But it's like, dude, listen, you're in the small town. You know exactly what's going on. Um, continues doing the swap, doing the swap. Uh, little things start happening. You have. Uh, just interactions with separate characters. Taki's got this. Ooh, he's um, got a crush on his crush. lady boss. And don't get me wrong, everyone's crushing on this this girl at the uh, the old restaurant. Oh, Okidera. Okidera. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when Mitsuha's in the body, you know, she encounters these rude people who says, oh, there's something in my food. He just put it there, the jerk. <laughs> uh, to which then he's she's handling it weird in his body and then uh Okudera. say it one more time Okudera. Okudera comes over and she's like i'll handle it get the heck out of here and then you find out that that um rude dude uh cut her skirt to which just fight or flight she's like well i know how to sew so she just grabs her brings her into the back room she's like all right you know Take the skirt off and I'll fix it. And she's like, what the, Taki, what is going on with you? Ends up turning into an innocent moment. She sews this cute little hedgehog hedgehog into it, Um, which then someone notices that and might start liking Taki now. Because it showed a little bit of a sensitive side because, well, it was a girl. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. And then uh, on the other side of things, Taki's not... He's sticking up for Mitsuha at school. You oh, know? yeah. He's... People are, you know, whispering loudly in art class, and he just kicks the thing over and is just acting like a tough boy and now girl. <laughs> and uh, he's making sure that no one's messing with Mitsuha on the other side there. Yeah. And um, what was I going to say? You tell me. Um. So trying to progress kind of, yeah, of course. what's going, but... You know, you mentioned how Mitsuha and her sister are doing the um, sake ceremony, which is actually um, the Kuchi Kuchi Kamizake, which is is literally translated as mouth-chewed sake. 
Yeah. So part of this ritual is you take rice, put it in your mouth, and then she's spinning it into a box that she's going to seal up and place in the Shinto shrine as an offering to the gods. Mm-hmm. And it ends up in a little bottle, though, right? Yeah. Did I did I not say that? You said the box. But oh, like, I'm she just puts it in a remember. box, and I think they then they put it in a little vessel, which Ugh. we see later. Just listen. I know I it's wonder, a ritual, but I wonder how how does. How does chewing the rice mixed with the saliva turn into sake? That I need to look that up because that's what I'm saying. That's interesting. But um, so they're doing that ceremony and um, they do the ceremony, which is very cool to watch. They have, you know, little bells. I'd love to look up the meaning behind the dance that they do before they do the sake yeah, ritual. Yeah, cool sequence. Um, you know, and we see them doing the braids and things like that or the braided cords. And on the day they go to offer the sake to the shrine, Taki is actually in Mitsuo's body. So yeah, but that's wait, that's well, I don't know how everything before that is they're kind of body swapping. Well, no, I think there's then a cool part of the movie where it's totally understood, and as you were kind of touching on before, but then they start communicating via phone to one another, like on a daily basis. All right, if you're gonna have my body these days. You know, do this or that, do this. And that's when the complaint of, hey, stop, <laughs> stop spending all my money, all that stuff. So, no, you, you get this cool part of the movie where they're kind of it's actually working kind of seamless for the situation for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, one day little things are happening. Uh, Okadera ends up texting and going and like trying to set up a hangout with Taki and then. This is where there's like this little tinge and this is where it starts to move a little bit more. And like this is something Taki wants. And, you know, Mitsuo's like joking on the phone like, hey, you got your date, you know, do Which this. she set up in Which, his body. Exactly. Set it up. Hooking. Perfect wing woman right there. Hooks it up. But then you start to see there's this glimmer in Mitsuo. Like she's got this. There's a little bit of, oh, wait, I'm actually jealous. I might be falling for Taki. Well, she wakes up one morning and she realizes that today would be the day of Taki's date with Okadera and she's tying her hair up with her cord and she, it pans up like from her knees up to her head and you don't see her yet. She's got her hands behind her head, tying her hair up in her classic style and it pans over to the left and you see that she's crying and she doesn't understand why she's crying. But we obviously know why she's crying. To be young and in love with a person that you've been sharing bodies with <laughs> am i right a, a lesson we all have gone through i suppose um but yeah so you know the, the date goes off at this point in the movie you're like listen okadera very cool clearly the 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 siren of the movie no 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 at this point now you're like wait a minute now i'm sad i want taki and mitsa to be together well and we got to talk about how that date went Oh, crash and burn. Not baby. well. <laughs> uh, apparently, Taki went actually trying to, uh, you know, hang out with her. Doesn't go well. And Okadera, she's a sharp one. She understands. She's like, you're not like the one that I like right now. Yeah. Not that he has split personalities, but like she's on to it. She's wise to it. And she's like, listen. Bleh. Something's wrong with today. Listen, bro. Not digging it. She doesn't yeah. say that. But you watched it and you know that. Mm-hmm. And she says it kind of gently. You oh, know? no. She's a sweet, sweet lady. Good on her. Um, and so, you know what? After this whole thing, 
you know, she ends up saying, I'm sensing you got a crush on someone else. That is what that is. And then I think, you know, and admittedly at this age, boys, we're not the smartest, especially with cues. If Danielle, during our dating um, portion of life, if she wasn't as forward as she was and just kind of said it like it was, I am so stupid with signals. I got nothing. We wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Um, ladies listening. Be patient I, with your man. Please be patient. We're not a smart breed. Danielle could have held my hand and said, wow, boy, howdy. You don't. I hope you wouldn't say boy, howdy, actually. <laughs> but, you know, she'd say, I very much like you. I would have ended that. Gone home and, and gone to bed and been like, I don't know, is she digging me or what's going on here? <laughs> um, that could just be me, though. Um, so with that prompt of like, hmm, he starts thinking about it and he attempts to call Mitzah because they've been they've got each other's phones. They know the numbers at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and just so you know, um, the day that Taki takes the sake up to the shrine is the day before Okidera's date. So just letting you know. Oh, so you were on it. Order. Listen, I believe it. I want the record to show people that Tom sometimes <sighs> doesn't know what he's talking about and he'll cut me off. I, in this podcast, <laughs> generally don't. I just wanted to jump. I skirted. I didn't call the skirt. I should have skirt. Skirt. <laughs> uh, I'm done with whatever I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, yes, call clearly doesn't go through. You go back to uh, Itamori, and Mitsuha is uh, greeting us with a new haircut. Yeah. Why is it happening things? Why do girls just suddenly go, you know what? Haircut you know time. What? I'm glad you asked because I was. it's in my notes to talk about in the end, but we can talk about it now. So cutting your hair symbolizes, um, you know, when a woman has broken up with her lover, which we've seen in a new show that we're going to talk about soon. That's right. So um, I don't want to I don't want to say it because we'll talk about it later. We but, will talk about it later. Um, um, so, yes, at this point, hair is cut um, and that is she's going to get ready and go to the festival with her friends. Yeah, which Taki left in her phone from the night before that. Hey, the meteor shower, it's, the comet's coming tomorrow. Make sure you get a good view and all that. And this is the moment that the uh, the comet, a pretty pivotal character, may I add, which we'll <laughs> see uh, later, uh, comes visible. And uh, like us all, the characters, even in the movie, everyone's just staring at it like, wow, beautifully done. It's, it's so uh, the yeah, colors are very pretty, um, which is great. Um, but and then it stops. What I'm is sure. no, 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 no. She's staring at it. And then a part of the comet breaks off and her eyes widen. And then we cut from it. That, yeah. Um, then we go back to Taki. The, the, the swaps are becoming less frequent, I believe. I think um, he, as you said before, he's trying to call her and he can't get through. And, so, well, and actually, no. Right when she sees that comment, then it things go back to normal. Yeah, he is actually now at a point where he's wishing they could switch again. He's kind of bored. He's back in the swing of his life. Um, it just it never happened again. Yeah. And he actually then because he wants to see her, he's a man on a mission. He doesn't know really where this region is. And um, they don't but he really did have a sketch. Yeah. He's which a, which they don't. Drawer. Well, which they don't really talk about. But he wanted to go to school to be an architect. So yeah. granted, 
how he can draw such great pictures. Him there and the go. homies just trying to be architects. Boy, how do you know I feel that? <laughs> um, yeah, so... So he's just he's just traveling around. He's trying to find out where this place is. He's looked in all these books, can't figure it out, looking at um, kind of like the lake formation that he's drawn. And finally, you know, and Okadera and his friend say yeah. that they'll go on this day trip or Absolutely. like maybe like a weekend. It would probably span. He's like, but... got to go find it. <laughs> we already know that. uh his one friend, as well as uh, Okadera, true homies. So, yeah, they're <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go look for this. Um, just moral support. And, uh, frankly, I'd be just as curious. They just want to see this girl. Because if uh, he's willing to turn down Okadera for this girl, she's got to be pretty special. Yeah, and he keeps—I think they're more interested because they keep saying, like, I haven't ever met her. You know, I I think he may vaguely because obviously he can't say like we're body swapping because they're gonna put him in a straitjacket. Yeah, um, most anime, you, <laughs> if you actually said what was going on, it problems would, solve... would arise. It would, I mean, this movie would be much shorter. <laughs> Cut to him in a straitjacket, just blowing bubbles out of his mouth. Um, but yeah, so they just start heading out into the old countryside, and uh, they're about to give up. It's a, it's a whole sequence. They're jumping trains. They're doing all this stuff. It's just more eye candy. Even, like, the boring parts of this movie, you're fine with because it's like just looking at a bunch of paintings. It's fun. Mm -hmm. You ever gone to a museum? <laughs> the, bring the museum to you with your name <laughs> on DVD. Wait, no, get it on Blu-ray. Blu-ray and DVD combo pack. You do both. Wow, and, then you can... you, and then you have a copy to give to your friends and you don't have to give them your Blu-ray. Which is true because they might not even give it back. Yeah. Almost had a tr trouble with that with Spirited Away, but that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> um, so, yes, they're, they're montage, montage. They're about to give up. And they're eating. And they're eating at a local restaurant that's just this little, you know. It looked good to me, wherever they were at. Oh, anime food's always so good. Oh but, my gosh. you know, they're talking to the waitress, and um, he's like, Yeah, we're trying to find this place. And actually, no, I'm sorry, I take it back. I yeah, think no. he has the drawing out on the table. He's just looking at it. He doesn't and say a word. Yeah. And she sees it and she says, Oh, I recognize that place. My husband used to live there, or mm -hmm. we used to live there, or something like that. So she calls the husband over. And that's when we get the bomb dropped on us. Well, they would. The owner is we start getting our signs of it. The owner goes silent. And then explains uh, something about just kind of some devastation that happened in that town. Um, and uh, that comet we had seen earlier. Um, and especially had seen it split, uh, the unfortunate truth hits. And this is the heart-sinking moment of the movie. When we first watched it, I, listen, I'm generally good at calling where a movie goes. For some reason, I was just so susceptible that day. This hit, and especially because the guy says, you know what, I'll drive you up there. <sighs> Taki drives up there. They look down from this uh, area that they're at, and it's just this huge crater. Beautifully rendered. But... I was silent. I, we may have even paused and were like, what? Yeah, so what happened? The comet, you didn't, the comet. Hey, handle it then. Killed it. like 500 people that yeah. day when it broke uh, off. Basically, it split. 
slammed into the town of Itamori and uh not and that's the eh, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. And uh I think what's most heartbreaking is Taki finds Mitsuha's name in the records of fatalities. Later. First, Danielle. <laughs> well, how much are we going to draw out? Listen, this? It's, we're not drawing it out, but, you know, a little thing happens. He looks at his phone. He's like, well, no, 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 no. She's got to be. And all of his phone starts clearing out all these messages, all the calendar stuff that she had done starts disappearing. So, True, no, I'd yeah. say that's pretty major. Homie. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then it's their, you know, they can't believe it. They go to the local, um, well, they go to he, a hotel. He can't believe it. And his friends think he's psycho. He's like, this can't be the girl you've been talking to. I mean, put to. yourself in the, in the shoes. You're like, hmm. Yeah. Cause this... I don't know what I would think. And I try to be a good friend, but I don't know what the heck you're supposed to do in that scenario. Yeah. Anyone got any advice on that? Leave that on our, I married a weeb Twitter and also our Instagram guys. Listen. We're gonna we we notify every time there's a new episode on there as well. I know you're already subscribed and you know uh, the moment these come out on Monday and watch with us Wednesdays. But uh, yeah, follow us on social. Little plug there. I think that's a okay. Yeah. So you know, then he finds Mitsuha's name in the records of fatalities and realizes that it was three years ago. <sighs> oh my god, the devastation, the pit of my stomach, knife wrenching. I couldn't. I... Yeah, at this point, we were relatively, and I'm not saying this movie's incredibly, you know, it'll draw you in, you will totally, but for some reason, me and Danielle, it was, they set these characters up enough to where, yeah, this moment was pretty, uh... It, it was, was heart-wrenching. Yeah, it was no alien bursting out of a stomach, but I'd say it was just, <laughs> it was up there in, uh, in surprise factor. Um, so, you know, he ends up... He ends up just finding out this three-year thing, which, yeah, that'd be a little mind-boggling. Like, wait, I was body swapping. How does that even work? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have just jumped aboard the time travel train. That's where it comes in. So this body swap was actually happening uh, in a little bit of a three-year difference. And makes sense. Hmm. Why did uh, he stop body swapping? Well, it's because the festival came and went. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So, so Taki's reeling. They're yeah. at an inn, him and his friends in town, and he's just reeling. He, and then you start getting worried because he's starting to forget mentally. Yeah, he's, yeah. What he's his mentally. mission is. Exactly. Why he's there. Who is this girl? Why am I looking for her? And then he starts to forget her name. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, uh oh. Um, so he wakes up, there's a note, his two homies. Listen. You can only wingman for so long, and when you find out that she doesn't exist and you never met her and somehow we're talking to a ghost and starting to freak them out, they leave a note and say, hey, we're going back to Tokyo because I've got... I thought he I thought he left the note and he left early. No, 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 no. I, I... Oh, yeah, he did leave the note. Sorry, yeah. I, that's my bad. He gets up early. Yeah, and, and he... leaves the note for them saying, yo, head out. So whatever I just said, forget it. Why even trust me at this point? Um, you correct me and I correct you. It's this is the give, beautiful. Give and take. That's right. Um, so he ends up making his way up to the shrine on the top of this sick mountain. Yeah, which which you never let me finish. But before, when I was talking about um, the day that the grandma is taking Yotsuha and Mitsuha to 
bring their sake, um, you know, offering to the gods, um, Taki is actually in her body. So he, you know, gets to hear about the lore, or I guess I shouldn't call it lore, but just the traditions of why they bring these offerings to the shrine, which every, like, there are generations in their family that have done Done this same thing. And I don't know why the kids don't hang out up there. It is it's sick. A, it's a dope spot. I mean, it's a little bit of a hike, but come on, you're a small town, you know, whatever. But um, and also shout out to Taki. Grandma was getting a little tired on the walk. Oh, carries carries grandma up the mountain like a true gentleman. Well, in Mitsuo's body, but all the more impressive. <laughs> He's using different hardware. The guy's just still champ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So from there, He's like, well, you know what? I got to go up to that shrine. Something. There's yeah. got to be something up there. Yeah. So he ends up going up there and he goes into the shrine and we see the marks of what three years has done because we see the two sake bottles from yeah. Yotsuha and Mitsuha. Ooh, and, decrepit looking a little dusty. And they're, yeah, they're dusty and they got some mildew on it. And he has the thought that if that he can reconnect with her if he drinks some of her sake. And by some of her sake, he means drink some of her spit. Well, at that point, it's it's more romantic at that point. It is (laughs) fermented, especially over three years. And it is crystal clear. Yeah. So pours himself a little cup of uh, Mitsuha and uh, takes a swig and then proceeds to fall and bump his head. And we get a beautiful... Scene. Kind of flashback. Um, well, you also see the markings in the cave, too, which is pretty neat. Yeah, the markings of the meteor um, from previous generations. Yeah. Or the comet, I should say, um, in the yeah. cave. And then we get this beautiful scene of Taki floating through kind of like a white void. And we see Mitsuwa's, um childhood. We see her mom and how she passed away. When her sister was really young Mm -hmm. and bits of her dad um, after the mom died, you know, he can't handle it. He ends up leaving to where the grandma starts raising her and her sister. And then, oof, one of my I I got the goosebumps right now. (laughs) Yeah. We see, which we've never seen before, where Mitsua takes is somehow with Taki on the train. She's about to get off and he reaches out to her and says, yeah, I just watched it before we did the pod. I just watched it too. It wasn't right after he slammed his head. I just, I watched it before you came down. Okay. And keep it. it, You don't see the full thing. Just the glimpse. But you see a glimpse and you see her cord from her hair and she Mm, calls out to him. Mitsuha! My name is Mitsuha! Yes, so that helps remember the name because mm. he was having trouble with that little. Yeah, and then he, and then we wake up and it, we don't wake up to him in the cave. He is now in her body. Yes. And it's the day of the festival. And it is time to get things rolling. He's the only one who knows what's going to happen. He is, of course, going to sound like a psycho as he runs around trying to warn people. But luckily, he's got two awesome friends that we've seen later in the well, she's got two awesome friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's calling upon them and saying, we need to, uh, we need to get this festival can't happen. We got to get people out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, just to save time, there was an attempt to, you know, 
her dad's the mayor. She mm-hmm. was like, hey, you got to get people out of here. He's like, you're talking crazy. And there's these moments of people are seeing how Mitsuha is acting, and in this case, Taki. Um, and they're like, who are you? Because they can tell that something else is going on. The grandma had done it. Mm-hmm. Which the grandma actually gives us a slice of, you know, you've been acting weird. Now I'm putting it together. And people generations past this has happened to other she's your mom had situations like this i had situations like this so now we're realizing it's not just her this is kind of an itimori like thing yeah and you know what like i know we love each other but that family they got some that's some deep that's some love right there (laughs) switching bodies and whatnot that's all right you wouldn't know how to Handle the hairy chest. It's constantly <laughs> itchy. Um, but yeah, so little little sneak peek. So clearly, the dad's not helping. Useless, that man. I don't like him, that mayor character. No, and he's really mean, you yeah, know. he's a jerk. All throughout the movie, Stand he's... up straight. Yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah. I don't like him. Politics, but, am I right? Yeah, forget everyone who's in dealing with politics. Um, so the plan is set. They need to set off an explosion and then uh, start warning the the town that an attack has happened on the town and to get out of there and to go up to the school on top of the hill because that's a primo spot where, guess what, wouldn't hit yeah. the meteor. Um, so you go through all this preparation. They're doing this. They get the plan set. And, uh, you know, uh, Taki's grabbing, as Mitsuha is grabbing. That's what's so hard to talk about this movie, because it's like, it's Taki, but it's Mitsuha. <laughs> um, you know, he hears these kids going, I'll see you at the festival. He grabs these kids on the street. Don't go, you'll die. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, which properly, I mean, that's exactly what we do. But um, for some reason, then it, it hits. He's like, wait a second. I'm not. And he's... If I'm in my body, if I'm in her body right now. Then she's got to be up on that, up by the shrine. Yeah, because he's starting to have an internal dialogue. Like, if if Mitsuha was here, would people believe her? Is mm, it me? Yeah, yeah. And then he starts to put it together, you know, because obviously he knows where he was on the other side. That's so right. he ends up making his way to the summit of where the Straight shrine GTA is. Straight GTA takes the friend's red bike, which <laughs> rest in peace. That's the one casual. T- well, no, there's 500 casualties in this movie, but this was the one on-screen casualty. That bike gets dropped, and you're like, man, that was a nice one. Uh, makes it to the top of the hill, and we get these awesome visuals. We get this cool moment where they're yelling, and they're able to hear each other. Even yeah. though they can't see each other, they're running, running, and then they finally kind of cross paths and this little beautiful, I love that sound effect, little bell happens. Mm-hmm. And they realize they're there. Magic hour happens. And the cord, you see the cord. The cord. And then magic hour hits, which is this magical time that has been mentioned in the movie. And then, boom, they're standing there looking at each other. The swap happens again. They're each in their respective body. And uh, they have this cute little moment, which, you know, if it's magic hour, my, that hour went fast. Yeah, um, <laughs> like five seconds. Real fast. And, you know, they talk. It's cute. Um, she He gets. So then we get the long. Actually, right before this, we get that longer uh, event of her going. She had gone to Tokyo to meet with him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's walking around all day, doesn't find him and ends up. Seeing him on a train runs up, and it's this cute, exciting moment where, holy cow. He's gonna, right here. He's right there, and you're like, what the? She goes up. She's like, Taki. He's like, you know, doesn't even listen, then finally looks up, and 
she so cute. She goes, it's me. And he's like, oh, who are who you? Who are you? Devastation. Oh, and she's just so How shy. How many times can you get punched in the heart till you die? <laughs> <laughs> One shy away, obviously, in this movie. No kidding. So um, then you get that full sequence of. She's going to get off. It's her stop. She's yeah, going to get off. She's clearly embarrassed, the poor thing. And he he has this look on her on his face and he's like, wait, what's your name? And she's obviously being pushed out by the crowd. If you've ever been in Japan, those trains are crowded. You yeah. can't stop. In Later. It's not like uh, the U.S. where you can stop wherever you want and people move around you. It's ebbing and flowing. So she's getting pushed out of the train. He says, what's your name? And she turns like this like exciting look on her face and she says it's mitsua and she takes her cord ribbon and throws it through the air and their hands connect and he then has this cord which which uh if you're paying attention throughout the movie when we're when they're body swapping he's wearing that cord on his wrist Mm -hmm. so it's a little device yeah we realize that he's had it the whole time he's had it the whole time and in mitsua's in mitsuha's time he obviously didn't know her yet. So mm-hmm. this is like the weird overlapping of when they're body swapping, but he didn't know her yet, so he didn't have those memories. Which if you watch it a second time, I think you can notice it on him, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so the it's second like, time Holy we cow. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so Oh, so let me um go back now that we've talked about go that back. part. So about go the hair cutting. So I think the reason why she cuts her hair isn't necessarily because she knows Taki had this date with Okadera. I think because the day before the festival, the festival, she goes to Tokyo to try and find him. That situation happens on the train. And I think she's slightly devastated. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, obviously they had that interaction, but the fact that he didn't know her, I think that like broke her in a way and that's when she cut her hair because she doesn't have her ribbon anymore so no. that had to have happened the day before the festival absolutely well so, it did yeah mm-hmm. um because during this whole excitement she goes why'd you go to tokyo yesterday so no 100 percent happened the day before mm-hmm. um so they're up on top of the mountain guys thanks for bearing with the sporadicness of the uh hey goes with the movie the hosts but goes with the movie and frankly um you know, it is what it is with this one. We'll, we'll get better. We promise. Uh, so top of the mountain, he gives the ribbon back. She mm-hmm. ties it looking all cute. Nice little moment. Nice little moment. And then he takes out a little pen. Nice pen, by the way. Oh, yeah. Zebra pens. We zebra love pen. Good stuff. Um, to he, which. Yeah. And he says, why don't we write each other's names on our hands so we don't forget? Yeah. Which he could have then also said, because, man, I'm having these lapses of absolute amnesia (laughs) but there's no time for that and so he you know has a turn to write on her hand and then she gets one stroke of her name down and then it cuts and the pen falls to the ground another death that's another punch to the heart i can't take it danielle yeah so so (sighs) now he which which we're gonna include because it is one of my favorite um like not i wouldn't necessarily call it a quote but one of my favorite vo's of the the movie that gives me goosebumps whenever i hear it is him having this monologue on top of the mountain he's just saying you know i was planning to tell you that wherever you are in the world 
I swear that I'll find you again, no matter what. Your name is Mitsuha. It'll be okay. I'll remember. Mitsuha. 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 Your name is Mitsuha. Your name is... And then he's starting to forget he's going to write it down on his hand and as he's going to make the mark he can't remember and he's like what was i here to save who someone important to me someone special and oh blasted. um so yeah just like that he forgot it again that boy and his forgetfulness i tell you what uh but then we cut back we've got uh mitsuha is running her little legs off because he says you know you still got something to do here we need you to survive so we can eventually meet up mm -hmm. uh she's running down it's this whole sequence i believe we get another rad wimps uh song during this perfectly executed every time there's a rad wimps song oh my gosh mm -hmm. the theme of mitsuha on spotify by the way if that's where you're listening to this podcast go ahead and put in theme of mitsuha and listen to that song oh bless it <laughs> Um, so makes it down there. You see the plans kind of unraveling. People are getting caught. Um, and people aren't believing the evacuation and notice. people are, yeah, exactly. It's just this whole thing. You've already been devastated several times. It keeps going. It's just this downslope of emotion. Um, to which, uh, we eventually get to the point where then, well, you, you, yeah, you, now you can go ahead. Oh, see, I don't really remember all the details, but okay, so I don't think we we don't really she's, see. She's desperately running. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is she's desperately running, desperately running. Sorry, I just want to give you some equal air. I don't want people to think that I'm just sitting here taking over. Uh, but she's running, running. She ends up tripping. And it's this oh, moment. And I've got a shirt part. with this moment. It's great. Oh. Um, the moment's not great. The shirt's great. Mm -hmm. Uh to which she's like, oh, my gosh, well, you know, and there's this kind of moment of at least she has his name still. She opens her hand and it doesn't say his name at all. It says, I love you. Oh, that dumb boy. I mean, honestly, as a guy, that's smooth. <laughs> it's not helpful, but it's smooth. Um, so she's shocked. Gets up, starts running, reunites with her father in a building and. uh you get this nice slow-mo, this sequence of the... You cut back to the comet, it breaks through the clouds. When it breaks through the clouds, sickest moment. Yeah. It's so good. And it hits the town, and you've got this devastating animation of it decimating yeah. the town. Goodness gracious. Then we cut to instantly five years later. Mm -hmm. They they ain't even going to give you that break from all this devastation. They're going to say, you know what, here's some more. And did she live? Not going to tell you. Um, so five years later... We cut to Taki back in Tokyo. He's graduated from high school. Uh, he's now trying to enter, well, and college. So he's now he's trying to enter the workforce as that architect, as we've mentioned. He draws very nice buildings and stuff, as we've seen. Um, but, you know, he then starts in these interviews. You see him like saying, I want to bring back, you know, nature with my designs and all this stuff. So this this experience and that town of uh, uh, what's the, what's the town? One Itamori. Itamori is definitely affected him, and you can tell it's kind of messing up his interviews because everyone's like, "No, we're <laughs> we're in Tokyo, dude. We want some cool, <laughs> sleek stuff." But he has some really cool designs; they're very cool. 
Um, and then he gets a call from Miss Okudera um, asking to meet up. They catch up, mentions the day that they went to Itamori five years ago, because now they're clearly grown up. Um, he says he doesn't really remember uh, much from that day, to no one's surprise. <laughs> hey, Taki, what'd you have for breakfast? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, you know, he says he can't really do that. And he doesn't even remember why he's obsessed with that town. Uh, but as we see, uh, I think it ends up cutting back to it. But Mitsuo was able to talk to her father. But yeah, we do cut back. And then the father is meeting with her after she's done her running. And she clearly met up with him and is able to sway uh, her father, that stone wall of a man. Um, to evacuate the town. To get to the top of that, uh, which leads to the town is evacuated. The blast, they're out of the blast radius. The town's still devastated, but no one dies. Um, and yet, you know, Taki knows this. He's He remembers the comet hitting a town. Still cannot make the connection. What, mm -hmm. a, what an absolute boy, am I right? <laughs> um, so we then uh, just a little bit more of normal life happens. And uh, he doesn't know why, but... Taki has definitely been searching the town. There is like this. this well, they're always, they both have a nagging feeling. Yeah, there's this fragment, and you do see in a couple sequences they walk. They're kind of in the same vicinity, I believe. Or is that later? Anyways, um, finally one day, yeah, they had been passing each other. You see her with an umbrella, and then she's in the oh, background. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool, and you're like, come on. You're like talking to the screen at this point. Like, turn around. Turn around, you cartoon. <laughs> Um, then finally they're on the subway. He's looking out the window and then you got these, you know, you'll see it on the CTA. You're on the Metro, whatever. And sometimes another train will come up right next and you get that awkward moment of staring at the people across the way. Well, guess what? Not awkward this time. He looks over and he sees. And she looks at him. <gasps> they lock eyes. And they know. And they know it. And they get off and then you get this like heart bursting sequence of them running, trying to meet up. Which, at a mutual spot. Skirt, side note. That's how it happened at school. I looked at Danielle and I knew. She was <laughs> she was selling grilled cheeses at our art school. And listen, I'm not gonna say that the anime did the anime did it okay, but my real life was a little bit better. <laughs> Saw her. Wow. She doesn't really remember this moment. So hey, it's a little bit more of a one-sided. Yeah, because I was listen, ladies. I was turning on the charm, trying to sell some grilled cheese. It was working. You were selling. It good. was working. It was for a fashion show. It was nonprofit. I had to get all the monies I could get. That's right. You I think did we it. raised eighteen grand. You got all that money, plus a husband at some point. You didn't know it yet. <laughs> uh, but back to the movie. Yes, lock eyes. Crazy montage of they're running to find each other. At this point, you're annoyed. You're like, just please, movie. You've <laughs> done enough. Not in a bad way. You're like, please. I just want them to meet. Blah, blah, blah. Then finally, this staircase, the iconic staircase from your name happens. He's walking up, I believe. She's and walking she's... down. Mm -hmm. um, they both see each other. They know something's up. And then there's this moment they're going to go walk right past each other. And then they walk past each oh other. Oh, my gosh. And I think they do it in oh slow-mo. And, <laughs> and, and I honestly, I look at Daniel, I'm like, no. <laughs> but he stops at the top. She stops. They turn around. And simultaneously ask, 
Can I ask your name? Boom, sw camera swipe up. Radwimp's song plays. You have goosebumps. You enjoyed the movie, and you're very happy you watched it. Yeah, it's... And that, my friends, is what we called a wow ride. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, it didn't... No, I, I don't know. It didn't change the game any storytelling-wise. It just did it so well. The form of anime, which we love, and it's just... Ultimately, I, I love the movie. No yeah. ifs, ands, or buts. I'm sure there's criticisms. I'm sure there's plenty of plot holes. Just watch the movie and enjoy it. But it's such a it's such a fun ride. I think you can overlook the plot holes because it's just meant to be fun. Absolutely. And um, let's give a speed round of some nice extra little post movie facts. Do you oh, have some sure. more? Absolutely. What then? Let's. Um, which speaking of plot holes and you know whatever. Um, Mikoto Shinkai, he actually, despite the praise he got for the film, he insists that the film isn't as good as it could have been. Poor guy. Isn't that the worst? You put out a great movie and then deep down you know that it's... Good on him, though. Yeah. I, but the thing is, you got time crunches with projects. Exactly. I'm sure he knows. And, he, um, and he's been known to say that there are things that they couldn't do um, and that their art director wanted to do... Um, and they wanted to keep working, but with the lack of money, they just had to release it the way it was. Um, he said the plot is fine, but the film is not at all perfect. And he says two years wasn't enough, which is kind of hard to hear, but it's still a phenomenal movie. So Two years, you can't get change in a Call of Duty game with thousands <laughs> of people. You know, two years for a movie that looks this good, I totally... That's a. I think that's an understandable thing. Yeah. And good on him. I mean, I, I don't Sometimes think Sometimes you have to know when... No one, know. no one, I don't think anyone generally thinks their work is perfect. So yeah. good on him and showing that he's a human. And, that you know, I think what you just said, the fact that he knows that it's not perfect, I think is a great... You can't go around thinking that it's the best or you're never going to improve. And as we've seen with Weathering With You, he only he's only getting better with oh, the more yeah. movies I he hope has. he keeps going. I'm selfishly going to say this guy needs to do it. He, he can't retire. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Shinkai, it's not happening. Uh, we need you. Um, so some other points I'll kind of rattle out really quick. So the name of the Italian restaurant I think I mentioned is in Italian. Obviously, I'm not going to say it in Italian because I'll butcher it just like oh, I do in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. But the name of the restaurant is called The Garden of Words, which is Makoto Shinkai's last movie that he did. Yeah, look at that. And also, which we haven't seen this movie, I would like to watch it, but... Um, also, the teacher who teaches Mitsuha's classical Japanese at school is Miss Yuki, and that character is the heroine from that his previous, previous movie. movie. He is very good at the uh, yeah the things which, because we mm -hmm. were watching Weathering with You in the theater, and Danielle nudged me. She's like, you recognize that character? Uh, Mitsuha is, and her little red ribbon is in Weathering with You. And so, I think Taki. Taki is as well, mm -hmm. yeah, with grandma grandma's in it too she made it well I his grandma i think it's his grandma oh is it his grandma yeah, dang mm -hmm. it yeah i I'd, I'd like to go back when we own it and obviously we'll do a watch with us wednesdays on it but yeah. um the red string is actually um a sim a symbol and a common trope in asian culture where it's believed that two people with a shared destiny destiny are bound by a red string so hence the red cord very cool which is so prominent I talked about the sake already, the train station that um, Taki and Okadera meet at is actually a real JR train station. It's the Yokosuka station, Yodosuka. 
And then um, when Taki and Mitsuwa are swapping bodies, which I've never noticed, but I saw someone comment it, when they're showing the dates on their phone, let's mm-hmm. say it's Wednesday the 17th, the dates are different on each other's phones. So it might be the 17th, but one might be, let's say, Tuesday, and one phone might say Thursday. So if oh, you're okay. really watching, which I think it's in Japanese, so we wouldn't be able to read it anyway. Yeah. They don't do subtitles for those notes, but um, you'd be able to pick up that this person's phone says it's this day. but this. So when you read those subtle cues, you can put it together beforehand. That yes. Phenomenal. That's great. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And with that, expect once Weathering With You is on DVD, we will, of course, do a watch with us on that, as mentioned. And, uh, just like that, I think we're gonna, yeah, half hour shorter than Akira. We're making progress and we'll continue to make more progress. Uh, that's all from me. Danielle, would you do me the pleasure and absolute solid of, uh, saying goodbye? Bye, guys.